That's the one. Yep. Hey, Dr. Dan Purser, danpursermd.com. Tonight, my staff is going to interrogate me. They were they were going to have me tied to a chair and have a flashlight in my face, but we we vetoed that. We figured you guys had called nine one one or something like that on, on us. And so here I am. I'm going to answer your questions for the next hour. Let's see how far we get. If we need to, we'll do a part two, but let's see how far we can get in an hour. Jackson's going to play the opening theme song. You've got a new one. Oh, okay. This is what you play on dates, I heard. Do you want me to play the new one? Well, yeah, play it on. Play it now. So when you go on a date, this is what you play to impress the girl? Yep. According to you, yes. <laughs> That's Okay. Can anyone name that? I what can't. movie came from? Anyone got it yet? Mm. Just give well, it a minute. It takes a minute <laughs> for a the comments right. to come in. We'll come back in 30 okay. seconds and okay. see if anyone knows. Okay. Brecken's right across from me. She's going to be asking most of the questions. Does my face look red? I'm thinking I'm going to nice and plus. Or it could be from the hot lights and stress you guys are putting me under. Probably that. Okay. And uh, to my left is Cousin Will. The great recording artist. How you doing, Will? I'm doing great, thanks. Okay, well, Will has like this really deep, booming voice. So okay. He's not allowed to talk a lot. He has no me... microphone in front of him, so yeah, he doesn't they probably need can't one. hear him too well. <laughs> okay, so these are just questions that just came out of nowhere. Out of nowhere, huh? Okay, this, the people gave them to us, friends, followers, my followers, stuff like that, right? Yep, questions you guys have sent in. You've posted on the Facebook page. Yeah, you emailed us with lists of 30, which is weird, but okay. So, go. Margaret got start. the song, by the way. She did? Yep. She can have one of my, she can have an autographed copy of my progesterone book for getting Ooh. the song. So, make sure you follow me on Substack. What, can you post the address, someone? Yep, I someone? can do that. Substack, please. I need like a bazillion followers on there. Um, cause I'm going to put all my articles and stuff I've written over the years on there. Tons of it. I'm coming out with my new book. Yeah. It'll be sometime in the next two or three months. Pretty sure. Fibromyalgia. What's it called? What am I going to call it? Do we know what we're going to call it? I don't know what you're going to call it. Somewhere I've got a name for it. Like that's not what I want. It's always fun to watch you type. On Facebook Live. Yeah, I'm horrible type. He's <laughs> looking around his microphone. <laughs> the personal fibromyalgia protocol. How to improve your fibromyalgia dramatically. And I can't well, Just turn your iPad to the side a little. <laughs> that way we can hear you on the mic just now. Okay. <laughs> the personal fibromyalgia protocol. I finally, it's my piece de resistance. It's my lasting legacy. I'm giving one of the many things I'm giving to the world. Here it is, how I do it, how I get people to feel better. Uh, I talk about the Facebook page in Fibromyalgia with Natural Options. I'm sure we'll get some fibromyalgia questions tonight. Um, and it, and so we'll do a special deal for all my followers. Please help us get the word out. Let's make it number one when it comes out, the day it comes out. We'll give you a launch, all that. We'll, we'll set it all up and um, we'll probably launch it on a Sunday night maybe. I don't know. Sunday. Mm. Yeah, and we'll do like a really cheap price or whatever. So, um, so because I want it to be number one on Amazon, so people will read it and it'll catch fire. There are probably 100 million uh, people with fiber mods in the world, and no one really is standing up for them. They put them on narcotics. They, they say they're crazy. They say they need Prozac. You heard all the. It's not a Prozac deficiency because okay, so. Um, here I am. Is there anything else I need to cover? Hit nope. my YouTube buttons so you, you follow me. <laughs> That's it. Hit my YouTube, YouTube button. button. No, I mean, they, there's always that. You, it's good to promote all of your pages. Right on pages. YouTube, too. Yeah, we have YouTube. Yeah, you're on Instagram. You're even on TikTok now. Um, it, what's good about following you on Instagram and TikTok, there's actually little different versions of the content everywhere. I've got it. Yeah. I am going to tweet... Elon Musk and ask him if he can give me my account back. <laughs> yeah. On Twitter. <laughs> Dan Purser, MD. You're never getting it back. <laughs> I've tried Just every leave day. Leave it behind. You're on Substack well, now. You don't need to yeah, worry. That's all good. I want it back. <laughs> <laughs>
It's my name on there. I don't know what, why they took it. Well, I know why they took it. We all know why they took it. Okay, yeah, they took it for a reason, I'm sure. Now that I'm pretty sure they did. Okay, because no one will help me get it back. So Elon, maybe will. I love Elon. Okay, so let's do this thing. Dive right in? Yeah, let's dive right in. Okay. And I, so real quick to remind everyone, the point of this podcast tonight, everyone's been asking their questions over the last two weeks, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so we want to go for at least a solid hour and just answering as many of these questions right. as we can. Hopefully 100. We'll see I how got far it. we get. Yeah. I saw Scotty Kilmer. I like to follow a car guy. I love Scotty. But, um, shout out to Scotty. Shout out to Scotty Kilmer. But um, yeah, he um, he's like... Younger than me, but I don't know. Yeah, it's a really cool guy. But he, um, I like following him. He's got like two million followers. That's crazy. That guy. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, yeah, he did this, and I, I thought it was really fun, so I did it now. But I'm doing it better. Okay. Go ahead, Brecken. Roll with it. Yeah. And also, feel free to keep leaving questions in the comments because you guys are here right now. We'll try and throw those in as well. Yeah. <laughs> Scared him. Um, Right off the bat, what causes severe endometriosis? A lack of uh, beta progesterone receptors. You you don't have half your progesterone receptors. You can't absorb the progesterone. So that's severe. One out of 200 women have it. Sorry, one out of 200 women with endometriosis have severe endometriosis. I have 11 cases of severe endometriosis. For example, they take anywhere from 13 to 17 or 18 of our progesterone RDTs and use a lot of Ceramax to cool all that down. So that's how you would treat it? That's how I treat it, too. Is that a question? Yeah, that was. So that's oh, right. yeah, okay. <laughs> blew that one. Double-edged. No, it's great. Um, I don't know what this is, but what's MM or MDA and what is it used for? Melondehyde. That's it, yes. Um, <laughs> MDA is a measurement you make in your serum to determine your super your oxide your oxidation of, of cholesterol and if it's high it's bad cancers can cause it to be high bad plaque can cause it to be high cholesterol too much cholesterol can cause it to be high you want to lower it and there's not many things that will lower it um I'm sure there's medical things, but there's nothing natural. Um, and it's a bad measurement if it's high. MDA. It's, what's it? What's the so, word? Yeah, you were right. Malondialdehyde? Yeah. I don't good. know. Who would even know that is? Yeah. Malondialdehyde. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, I've talked to patients about it recently. And Someone's tapped that in. That word's got out. Yeah. yeah. The yeah. end product of lipid peroxidation. So yeah, meaning lipid peroxidation. The lower, the, the better. Yeah, the cell membranes of cells start to break down and oxidize. It's an aging measurement Mm -hmm. if you have a high mda you're probably 60 70 80 or 50 at least so yeah and you want to be able to lower it because it's one of the best things you can do to lower it so do you know what lowers it i do what sod which sod sod two specifically yeah yeah sod two now someone would just come out with a oral version of sod two okay well we'll get in that one day Go ahead, Brecken. Next question. <laughs> I'm going to ask you some that have come in because I think it's good. Suggestions for reflux, not willing to take PPIs. You need to keep PPIs on your on your bucket, on your list when you're treating this. Instead of using it daily because they have a high incidence of, of pancreatic cancer and... Um, it's either pancreatic cancer, liver cancer. I can't remember. It's horrible that they proved it for over the counter, but PPIs are like omeprazole, uh, stuff like that. Um, you can get it at Walmart or Costco or any of those places. Uh, but a good probiotic, um, a good DGL. I like Designs for Health. Their DGL, uh, it's one of the best. It's chewable, man. It's that stuff good. Of course, the typical Designs for Health work they do. Um, and antacids like Gaviscon. The reason that you choose that, you can't use a calcium carbonate because it will contain lead. All calcium carbonates contain lead. Also a good probiotic like Life9, Natrin, uh, Healthy Trinity. Um, you just gotta take probiotics and get it straightened out. If, if you have Barrett's esophagus, that's a whole other deal. 
you got to take your PPI, probably. If that, mm. if you have that, right? And you can switch. You can try and switch to Tagaman or Zantac or one of those, but they still have the same same problems they cause with the. I think it's liver cancer. Um, yeah. So I have that problem. So I take PPI rarely, like once every three months or two months. I'll take it. I'll take it for a couple of days, and that's it. It does block B vitamin absorption too. Those do block B vitamins. Gotcha. So it's a, it's a triple-edged sword there. It's not great. Okay. Um, what is homocysteine and why does it worry you? Homocysteine is created when glutathione is broken down, which sounds really weird, but it's the evil side of glutathione. Glutathione and homocysteine are on the same, are same coin. One side is amazing glutathione. The other is homocysteine. Homocysteine is a vascular inflammatory component and it is bad it is the worst of everything i know doctors never check for it they should check all the time especially if you have mthfr or any other methylation errors check for it yeah um because if you have a high homocysteine level watch out because that's what causes strokes in young people um used to be the main cause um and uh, heart attacks in young men stuff like that so homocysteine level was bad. It still is bad. You don't want to have a high homocysteine level. So when you properly, you'll have a low glutathione. If you have a high homocysteine, you have a low glutathione. That's all there is to it. Because you're not converting it properly to glutathione. Gotcha. And usually is that like, that's genetic? Is MTHFR connected? Probably lack of, lack of methionine or SAMI. Gotcha. More methionine. And that's a genetic thing. Yeah, it is. It's an MTHFR thing. Your cycle's broken. Go to Google Images and look up MTHFR, homocysteine, glutathione cycle. And you'll see hundreds of images come up. Look at those, study them, and you're broken somewhere in there. Or you have mm -hmm. a dietary deficiency. It's probably broken more, more likely. Okay, sorry. We're yeah. never, never going to get to 100. No, it's good. We're just going to get through as many as we can. Why do you say taurine deficiency is the worst amino acid deficiency to have, and why? Someone listened. Um, I know. Taurine, it's not me that says it. It's the NIH, National Institutes of Health. They say of all the, it's an essential amino acid, meaning we can't, can't make it. We have to take it. We have to get it in our food. Um, but it is the most essential of essential amino acids. NIH quote. Um, if you're low in it, it causes cardiomyopathy and congestive heart failure. It is severely bad to be low on it. Your heart will feel it. it. And your heart's a big muscle, so that amino acid is really important for the health of your heart and all your other muscles. They'll be sore, they'll be tired, and your heart will be sore and tired. Yeah, in yeah. our, our CMA with Redox does look at taurine intracellular taurine levels, which is an incredible test. Yeah. That alone makes that test worth the money. I should ask, why did we switch to that CMA rather than a SpectraCell recently? It's a much better result. Three, 100 test results, 100 value, lab values versus 38, Six, yeah. 37, 38 on the SpectraCell. Um, it is more accurate, I believe. Uh, it is cheaper and it is uh, quicker. Uh, faster, they get it back just quick, cheaper, faster, better, more accurate, um, more results. It's the American way, and these guys did it. Yeah, we really like it's it. It's a lot. It's just a really good test. There's a lot of information. Yeah, it's <laughs> intracellular. So whatever you find on there is from genetics, not much from diet. Some, not much. Um, you've mentioned semi-glutide a lot. What is that? Semaglutide is a incretin mimetic. It, it mimics incretin, which is a substance that signals your body to produce and put out more insulin when you have a big blood glucose surge. So it's an incretin mimetic. It's popular now because it causes, it really shuts down your appetite, like big time. I just I was going to say another name for it that they give it is GLP one glucagon like peptide one. Right. Yeah. That's GLP one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. If that helps um, make sense for more people too. And that's a medication, right? It's an injectable medication taken like an insulin shot once a week. 
it's usually really expensive. Um, I know, I don't know if you know, we're gonna offer a diet program because uh, we can get it compounded really inexpensively. Hmm. Really inexpensively. <laughs> like your first shot's like under $7. Crazy. Compared to thousands. Yeah. We've had a lot of success so far. Super interesting. Um, how do you treat high blood pressure naturally? Avoid salt, exercise, lose weight. And there's a product from Designs for Health called HTN. Uh, if you, if you uh, email our office for it, we'll send you the link. Uh, or we can, can we post the link? Mm-hmm. HTN, um, which stands for hypertension. They don't say that, but it is. It'll, it, it, it's worth a try to see if it'll lower your blood pressure. Mm. What's the main cause of neuropathy that you see? Vitamin deficiencies, usually B12 or zinc or something like that. Gotcha. It can be usually shockingly resolved if it's a if it's a nerve compression problem i can't help it yeah which that i always warn patients i'm like this is a disc or nerve compression problem in your back this isn't going to help but if we can find out um it could be a glutathione or sod deficiency too and those work really well if you can get a topical version of those in one <laughs> the side eye um what is insulin resistance? It is where your insulin receptor does not function correctly. It's funny because when I speak to large groups of doctors, they don't seem to know that. It's like I'm waiting for one out of the 5,000 I'm talking to to come forward and say, it's your insulin receptor is not functioning correctly. But no one ever comes up with that answer. So I have to tell them it's, it's an insulin receptor dysfunction. And... Um, Shocking that most, uh, at least the ones I've talked to and spoken in front of, yeah. don't seem to grasp that. It's like something is broken about your insulin receptor, usually something missing, like chromium, zinc, um, omegas are a big problem for insulin receptor functionality. Probably the most common problem I see are zinc deficiency. Either omegas or zinc on the intracellular testing causes bad insulin receptor dysfunction. You better take care of those you're going to be in trouble if i see a bad omega zinc b12 they're they're going to have uh, borderline diabetes and it should resolve when you deal with the those deficiencies properly that's good to know yeah i get type 2 diabetics in here all the time my job is to get rid of it wind i call it unwinding i can't cure type 2 diabetes i'll never claim that but i can get rid of all the problems associated with it I'll just leave it right there. And so the insulin receptor dysfunction, is that is it something genetic or is there trauma that causes it to become It can be genetic if you have a GLP-6-2 error. Did mm. I say that right? I think so. Uh, GLP-6-2, probably not saying that, that SNP right. It will cause you to have a need extra chromium and vanadium. And if you don't have extra chromium and vanadium always entering your system, your insulin receptors will fail. Mm. Chromium is probably the most important thing, but not the most important deficiency I see for insulin receptors. But technically, think of it like a Mercedes engine, real buzzing along, you have hundreds of them on every cell, and suddenly you're missing half the oil in them all. That's the omega. Or you're missing the chromium. That's the chrome top half of the engine. Or you're missing zinc. That's the size of the engine. You don't want to miss those. Yeah. And B12 is kind of like the fuel for it. This is a good one. Um, This is from someone right now. I'm having Charlie horse issues in my toes and sides of my legs above my left ankle. Really hurts. Anything you can recommend? Yes. It's usually, not always, but usually magnesium deficiency. And you need two or three a day uh, and take them for a while. You could probably cut back after a month to maybe one a day, but if you ever go off, they'll come right back. Um, I get them too. It's when I don't have enough magnesium. 
And right now, I don't have enough magnesium, so <laughs> my, I'm being getting Charlie horses. Dang. And what what kind of magnesium do you think? Chelate or um, there's various combinations. Not magnesium oxide will give you diarrhea. <laughs> Not citrate either. Well, I don't have much of a problem with citrate. So, but that chelate seems to be better. Magnesium malate is the one I prefer right now. That's the Zentral, but I've had some uh, one. Well, I've had one patient have problems with them. What about magnesium glycinate? Glycinate? Yeah, it works. Yeah. Yeah. There's a bunch of them. There are so many. Yeah, just take two or three a day. You're gonna need it. Take it with food. It will eat you alive. Yeah. You'll have that. Yeah, you'll have that. That reflex like that one lady had. Her person. Mm, mm-hmm. Not fun. What's the number one vitamin deficiency that causes hair loss? In, well, it's in women only, not in men. In women, sorry. Yeah, um, I'd guess. Uh, what were they, were they asking for this men? This person or? just said hair loss, but I think I've got another one for men's later. We can okay, answer yeah, both. It's got to be in women because men's is not caused by vitamin deficiency, zinc deficiency, easily. If you don't believe me, go on PubMed and search zinc and alopecia, A-L-O-P-E-C-I-A. And you'll see a ton of articles and studies come out Tons, like 1,200 of them. And also lots of pictures that will terrify you. And I get alopecia like that. It's hard. It's sad. And it's just a vitamin It's not. They don't need hair transplants. They need vitamins. Yeah. Okay. Next question. Um, Pick up the pace. What about for men for hair loss? Uh, male pattern baldness. Too much DHT. What is DHT? Dihydroepitestosterone. Okay. It's what testosterone breaks down to. Also gives men their libido. So if you give them one of the medications, like Avidard or one of those, that will thicken their hair, they're liable to lose some of their libido. But it may be worth it. They'll have a thick fat of hair, but they won't have a girlfriend. (laughs) Talking about men still, what's the number one vitamin deficiency you see that causes low testosterone? Zinc. Zinc again. Zinc is really common. And that's common with like a lot of people. A zinc lot of people. Yeah. And what what versions of zinc do you think are easiest? Zinc picolinate, zinc glycinate. I think there's one. Zinc citrate, but I'd go with picolinate. Then you can look. You can choose whatever zinc you want. But for hair loss, how much zinc a day for a woman? Fifty milligrams is probably safe to do long term. It takes a long time to get rid of that deficiency. It yeah. can take months. Your hair has to cycle through, and it goes through all these weird little cycles, and it's like more liable to fall out when you start the zinc. You don't have to wear a really cool wig, and it just, yeah, it takes a while. Is thyroid connected to zinc? Yes, it's wholly connected to zinc. Thyroid receptor and thyroid production, if you're low in zinc, you'll have neither. That's crazy. Your your thyroid receptors will be dysfunctional, and your, your, I get a lot of... I call them pseudo-hypothyroidism cases that when I check and they have a bad zinc level or selenium or one of those. Thyroid is also a seleno hormone made with selenium. It's like it came from another creature or world and it attached to our body and now we have thyroid. (laughs) So um, it's a selenium monster attached to us. Um, But zinc is really critical for it. I see that a lot more often. Yeah, hear that a lot. Um, one comment I just kind of want to touch on as well. It's so interesting. Like we're seeing all of these issues with zinc deficiencies. And so it's always so important to realize the, just the homeostasis of things. And there are so many very key nutrients, uh, minerals and nutrients that our body needs for many, many different oh, functions. Yeah. yeah. That's the CMA we do. Exactly. The I, I wouldn't tell anyone to do this, but I, like I have patients who have zinc pyroluria. It's not supposed to exist. I'll tell you, it exists. I have a lady in Australia who's probably listening to this. She has to take 700 milligrams of zinc a day just to barely maintain her, her serum zinc levels. They will they will fall out of the floor if she stops it. She's forever going to have to do that. No one knows why. I don't I don't even know what pyro, pyrouria is, but it's something where they just weep zinc in their kidneys. Hmm. They're not absorbing it at all. They absorb it, but it just goes right through. Right through. Hmm. Yeah. So I have some people, I have a couple, uh, two or three, I can't remember, two or three people are in the U.S. who take two or three hundred milligrams a day. Wow. So 700 is the worst I've seen. 
Yeah. And so don't tell me that zinc power urea doesn't exist. It exists. That's crazy. One of those diseases that's not supposed to exist, but <laughs> it exists. Yeah. It is. This is like a random one might stump you, maybe. Reoccurring styes on right eye only. Nothing helps. Have any the thoughts? eyelids, the 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 eyelashes are infected. Probably the the um, the sebum glands or the uh, the follicle glands themselves. Um, man, that's hard to clear up. Um, Do you think like a microgen would help? Yeah, it'd probably help a lot. Yeah, swab their eye. Yeah, when they especially when they have a sty and find out exactly what it is. You go after, yeah, that PCR2 level testing. So whoever you are, you might want to reach out to us and you can have one of those sitting by next time the comes up because it's going to become a problem if you don't deal with it. It's going to get in your other eye and in your sinuses. Yeah. Probably already is there if you get a horse. Yeah. Can we, can we talk about what kind of testing that is? I think people will find that interesting. Microgen DX is a company in San Antonio. Um, they have PCR2 level testing for bacteria that causes infections. And so it is yeah. crazy accurate. It looks at the, for the DNA of the whatever would be in that sty, whatever is in your throat, whatever is in your colon, wherever you swab, it's going to show you what's in there because it misses nothing as yeah. far as I can tell. It's genetic testing for bacteria. Yeah, it is genetic. Yeah, you can find the little, little boogers, you can find them and um, find out exactly what they are, what they're resistant to, what they're sensitive to all through their DNA, and they have a library of, I'm sure, we'll probably approaching 100,000 bacteria at this point. Yeah, and so that way you, they, the correct antibiotics can be prescribed to Perfectly target. correct, or they can go take it to their ophthalmologist, have them prescribe it. Yeah, that's amazing. It's really mm -hmm. cool, really cool mm -hmm. technology. It's a lifesaver. Mm -hmm. I've had so many patients, but sometimes you find some really hard infections. I'm sure some of those people are listening, just really hard to clear up. Because they're so embedded, they've been in there for seven years or whatever, somewhere in their body. It's just wow. So yeah, wow. I've got to like some of the funny questions. Um, repulsive foot odor. What can you do? She says she's tried colloidal silver, that kind of stuff, chlorophore liquid. Hasn't really found anything to help. I don't know. I don't know. I is it? A, I don't know. I have it's to examine It's a teenage her feet. boy. It's a teenage male, young male. Oh, spray all his shoes with or Lysol. Wash them. Spray them all with Lysol, and have him rub glutathione <laughs> on his feet. I don't know what to do. That that is so antibacterial. Yeah. Our vars with pimp, pimp, uh, lemon and peppermint essential oils in it. I know, just a thought. I don't know. <laughs> I didn't know if you knew that one. I thought it was kind of interesting. How am I doing? I think I've answered seven questions. It's Just good. seven, that's it. Yeah. Is there anything you can do to clean out your veins or arteries? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, I need to I need to put an article out on Substack about plaque regression. Would you text me that? Yeah. Now, you've done um, a couple videos in the past too. On you plaque just, regression. Uh -huh. Yeah, go look at those videos. Yeah, it's touchy. It's gotta be done right. There's like seven things I know of that will cause plaque regression. Um, and that's what you want. Plaque occurs because of inflammation and high blood pressure and stress in the arteries. And just layers, it's bandages that your white blood cells put in there. They get so many cuts of it, it starts clogging things. And it's better than having a heart attack and your, your vessels rupturing. But yeah, then eventually it causes it to get clogged and, and some breaks loose and you die. Um, so there it is. It buys you time, but then you pay for it. Um, so yeah, there are ways to get that. I'm a big plaque regression fan because I wrote that textbook on preventive medicine. Um, some of it you won't like to hear, like statins, azetamide, stuff like that, but just really good options you can get. Yeah, you only have two options. You have clogged coronary carotid arteries, surgery, or plaque regression. Like lowering your blood pressure below 180 over 120. One, let's say get it down to 170 over 120 um, causes plaque regression. Yeah, probably no one knows that, but there's other than a few doctors out there. So stuff like that. Thyroid, uh, FT3 of close to 4.0 will cause plaque regression. Isn't like taking niacin too? Niacin, 
uh, will definitely naturally cause plaque regression. You got to take the right kind so you don't flush like crazy. Um, yeah, I'm on 1,500 milligrams of niacin right now a day. That's what the studies have shown. Go look up my substack for that niacin uh, study. Big, big substack article I wrote. Yeah. This is another funny one. Is it bad for your body to only drink seltzer water? Is yeah. that like carbonated water? Probably, yeah. <laughs> Probably yeah, try normal weird. water. Yeah, try normal water. Over time, that might hurt you. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't mean funny. ocean water. I mean like filtered, <laughs> yeah. cl nice, clean water. I just thought that was kind of funny. Um, what that was you... not really a medical question. It could be. Whatever. What's your thoughts on psoriasis? Usually a vitamin deficiency, in my experience, in my humble opinion. I know that totally disagrees with all the big pharmas and everyone else. It's usually a B vitamin deficiency. And haven't, didn't you guys all have psoriasis or eczema or something? I never have, but I know my siblings have. I don't know if I do or not, but I get these patches on my legs sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> they yeah. don't ever hurt, though. Yeah, again, it goes away. Mm-hmm. It's probably when your B vitamins are low. Since you never tell your dad that, me. I always thought yeah. it was um, dry skin. <laughs> okay, Because I that. get eczema a lot, which I yeah. don't as much anymore except for on my eyelid. Eczema occurs because of vitamin deficiencies. So. I used to get eczema really bad right here. Yeah. It would be like crazy inflamed. So. Yeah, I don't see it now. I don't have that. You're pale. It's winter. Okay, whatever. How yeah. dare he? Uh, not to keep getting sidetracked with things. I, I've heard a lot of people just like being very sad this year. And I can't help but think that a lot of people are having some vitamin D deficiencies. I think the best thing that CMA does is make people happy when they deal with those deficiencies. It's weird. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah, if you, if you don't have a history of depression, suddenly you're just getting sad and tired and fatigued and exhausted and really depressed and stressed. It's vitamin deficiencies. I sound like a wackadoo naturopath, but I'm not. It's really, I've seen it time and time again. I've gotten really happy with my vitamins. Like a happy clown now. Definitely. No, I'm, I'm a perfect example of that. It's been so crazy to me over like the last year, two years, just how happy I have been ever since I got all of my deficiencies. Dealt in with, order. Yeah, and you're yeah. young. Yeah. I have to do it like every three or four months because I'm old. And man, my deficiencies would blow through and bottom out. <laughs> <laughs> so then I'm like, I'm a suicidal. Anyway, all that. I have seen that side of you. I know. It's, it's like, I got to force you to get your CMA done I, I, every I'm six months. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sorry. Um, how do you treat heavy, crazy periods in women? Or And what's the number one cause? First thing I would do is vitamin deficiencies, I believe. Here we go again. I know. It's the answer for everything, isn't it? But if you have... So remember, I say this all the time. Good nutrition in equals good hormones out. If you have vitamin deficiencies, you're not going to produce enough progesterone. If you have amino acid deficiencies, you're not going to produce enough progesterone. If you have antioxidant deficiencies, we can go on and on. And I can show you case after case after case. A lot of them think they have endometriosis. I'm like, no, you're just malnourished. <laughs> Sorry, your periods are crazy. and Sometimes come, sometimes go. Um, and they're horrible when they do arrive and they last like two weeks, and which makes you more vitamin deficient. <laughs> It's a vicious, weird cycle. So, yeah. So I'd give them natural progesterone and, um, to help control it. But really, when they're 28, 32, 42, 48, whatever, they, they should be making their own progesterone. So that's the first thing I'm going to ask. Why are you not making your own progesterone? Why are you not cycling correctly? Yeah, I don't do birth control pills. I don't do Band-Aids. You guys know that. Mm -hmm. so they all know that. A, a similar... Um inverse with men as well you see the same exact thing with testosterone yeah low testosterone in men um yeah it's always a almost always a, unless they played in the nhl or nfl or division one football they've had major concussions from a car wreck probably not a pituitary dysfunction it's probably a vitamin deficiency yeah you can give me another reason yeah maybe he's maybe your boyfriend's right testicle got run over in a trekking accident that can happen but yeah, they'll know that. They'll definitely know that. They'll, they'll remember that one. So it's hard to forget. Yeah, it's really hard to forget. So yeah, otherwise it's a vitamin deficiency. Yeah. Sometimes though, I run into situations where I can't figure it out. Yeah. I'm like, mm, so I put them on testosterone. It's rare. Very rare. 
What do you do for Raynaud syndrome? Raynaud syndrome first, you need to understand, statistically is really rare. It's usually, I mean, did the antibodies and everything, okay, I'll have it. Um, but usually it's hypothyroidism that's been mishandled or misdiagnosed. That's what we used to think I had because my hands would be like. And you were hypothyroid. Yeah. Yeah. Super. See it all the time. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I don't think you have Raynaud's because your thyroid's really low. What are the best levels for thyroid? Someone FT3 or 4.0 around there. FT3, free T3, F-R-E-E, T3, and a free T4 of above 1.5. So if I get a 28-year-old or 33-year-old lady or guy in my office who says they're healthy and mom's like, their mom who's with them for whatever reason says, I'm going to pay for the labs, check their thyroid. And I get back, they'll have a, the, whatever the upper end, end of the range is, either 4.4 4.2 for most labs, for all labs that I know of. For the FT3, they'll be right there. And for FT, sorry, FT4, they'll be at 1.8. It's weird how healthy and accurate those tests are. Crazy. So also a low thyroid tends to follow a low testosterone, especially in men. So if it's low, you're going to have a low testosterone. They track each other. We don't know why. Probably because same vitamin deficiencies affect both, I think. Go ahead. How does PD8020 help women? Which that's the Young Living product, but. It is. It's both DHEA and pregnenolone. Pregnenolone is the P, DHEA is the, the D. Um, it cut, so women will readily and quickly convert pregnenolone and some DHEA to testosterone. So if you're postmenopausal, I like it. If you don't have a family, as long as you don't have a primary risk factor for breast cancer, you, your mom, your sister, your daughter. If they have no one's in that group had breast cancer, you can take it because the DHEA. Otherwise, you can't take it. You got to take something topical like Prenolone Plus. PDA 20 will readily convert to testosterone. The what I see most people do is take too much of it. They follow the instructions. Most women and most men only need two or three a week. Do you need it? Yeah, if you're postmenopausal. But you want to make sure all the other Causes of low testosterone looked at if you're a man. Why are you not making your own pregnant alone DHEA? I'm going to ask that man that. Remember, the oldest I've ever seen a man with a normal testosterone level, not on anything, was the 85-year-old with a 1250. So. Sorry. Will had like a tear rolling down his eye. Sorry, Will. Is that PDA? You scared him. Me cry? Yes, he's <laughs> I just look over. If you take too much of it and you break out, you'll get back knee or along your jawline breaking out. Yeah. I'll just randomly break out. I'm like, crap, I took three this week. Uh, accidentally. I take it too. That's super. I like PDA 20. Yeah, it's a good one. I've always, you always talk about that one. Um, this, someone keeps asking this one. I want to make sure I ask. Any advice for pancreatitis that was triggered over and over from ERCP, completely compliant, compliant patient, no alcohol, extreme low-fat diet? I know that's like, that's a big one. I don't know. He's Googling. Mm -hmm. Just kidding. <laughs> I am Googling. <laughs> I guess I can't do that. I'm not allowed to do that. I, yeah, you, you can, can Google. Google. You just can. move your iPad. <laughs> Really? Why do I? I don't know how to do that. <laughs> Still looks around. Do you want me to play Edelweiss again while we're waiting? <laughs> yeah, play it while we're waiting. Small intermission. Oh, let's just listen to Brecken singing. Nope. That's lovely. <laughs> Continue for us. Done. <laughs> play a little jam. I'll play my original theme song. I messed it up. <laughs> Can't do it. <laughs> Too much got pressure. Stage fright. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he's got an answer now. I know that's a complex one. Getting Whoa. close to stumping him. I know. No, I already knew because I've researched the right thing right, right away. It appears to be associated with autonosate. Hmm. Lack of sadhu causes pancreatitis, they think. Tons of articles. Hundreds. So I I want to just like touch on sod. It's it's 
one of the most important substances in our cells. Uh, it is, we've talked a lot about glutathione over the years, but sod literally is the very, very first frontline defense against superoxide um, damage, superoxide uh, stress and damage that happens within the cells. And we create superoxides constantly just through normal uh, metabolism of, of carbohydrates becoming energy. They break off into water and oxygen and ATP throughout the whole energy production process. Right. And so our body has a mechanism in place to protect itself from the oxidative stress that comes from these superoxides, and that is SOD, superoxide dismutase. Here is my search of PubMed, SOD2 and pancreatitis, because I know we're working on a new SOD2 product. That's a secret. Oh. Oh, okay. Never mind. We're not working on that. <laughs> Insider secret, just for the followers. Yeah, okay, just for all you followers. Um, it's going to be an oral version of Sod. Yeah. Um, and here's the articles. Um, I just sent them to um, to Brecken and Jackson, so they. This is a search I did on PubMed. I'm not very detailed, but it's 75 articles. So what what are you, what's the mechanism that you're seeing with pancreatitis? Pancreat, well, I can't say it, pancreatitis um, and Sod two. What what do the studies say? Lack of SOD2. Um, SOD2 protects against pancre pancreatitis and pancreatic cancer. Hmm. We'll have to delve into the mechanisms a yeah. little bit sometime. In, which Changes means? in the acute activity and, and concentration of superoxide dismutase, uh, copper zinc SOD, manganese SOD, so SOD1 and SOD2, I think, mm -hmm. uh, and in the blood of healthy subjects and patients with acute pancreatitis. Um, that's the article you want to look at. So you can get the whole article on PubMed. Yeah. So it's pretty big. Um, anyway, yeah, so I'm right. So I think it's like a sod. It'd be my way you could treat it or try. I mean, our serum excess sod in it, but I, I'd wait. I'd see what we come up with or try that temporarily for the next few months. And see if you cool it off. I wonder if glutathione has a link to it. Yeah, something similar. Why do they ask me these questions that I get all excited about? I have to go <laughs> research. I'm trying to find a curing for impossible cure stuff. That is what you um, do. That's your speciality. There's not that many articles attached to it. Uh, 3,000. Hmm. <laughs> Interesting. So antioxidants are important for they fighting remove inflammation. inflammation. They also remove things that shouldn't be there. Yeah. So uh, let me send that link to you guys, too. <laughs> uh, I do think a, a Substack article would be worthwhile on this specifically. Well, would you text it to me? Because you're asking me, and I'll not remember. I can't remember the one I asked for earlier. Yeah, it's all good. I'll text you. I think that was a good question. Like, made you do some research. I so, would say so that gets a prize. something? Heather Marie, you win something. Well, Heather Marie, thanks for stumping me, but... Um, Lipid peroxidation, glutathione, metabolism, and chronic pain. There's there SOD, go. too, right there, because it lowers lipid peroxidation yep. and decreases MDA. Yeah. Well, now you know what I'm going to add. Look at, right? Yeah. Pancreatitis and MDA. You're going to make him do some research. Thanks, Heather. You yeah, they, this is the end of this whole thing. <laughs> Just as a, a little... 1,200 uh, articles. Yeah, wonderful. So if you lower MDA, you'll probably... Lip, and lower lipid peroxidation, yeah. you can probably stop... Pancreatitis from recurrent. Yeah. That's a big deal. It is. It is. Should I, I get a Nobel Prize for that? You keep thinking that. We, I we think I should get it for fibro, but they're <laughs> not going to give it to me. we got to get your protocol out there a little bit more. Okay, we'll see. I'm As a little go. side note, I just wanted to say to the audience, just this, even this whole little process that just happened, this is what Dan does all the time. I mean, he, he finds something interesting that there's really no clear answer to. I hate those. And then How can there not be an answer to it? Yeah. They have answers, but then they just... They don't think there's a functional sod or functional glutathione out there. Yeah. And that's where they're, they don't know. Everyone's tried to make those and no one's been successful. We're the only ones to ever do that. I will say we've done that. Yeah. And we have patents to prove it. So, yeah. And a lot of new drug indications we're going after. So, yeah. Anyway, okay. Sorry. Next question. Um, this woman is homozygous C677T MTH. So, the, the worst. Homozygosity with MTH4. She's had four miscarriages, and she's wondering what she can do to help increase her chances of caring full term. She needs to get a NutraHacker complete. Do a 23andMe, get a NutraHacker complete. Um, 
and find out exactly how many methylations errors she has. She would probably want to be on our Renew one or two a day and our Endure also. Um, put up the link for our for design for our prenatal, um, whatever it's called. Um, prenatal I, Pro. Okay. Because it's for methylated people. And with that link, you could get free shipping and stuff like that. My discount all out. I like that methylated people. I've never heard you say that. Methylated people? People with methylation. <laughs> yeah, people with methylation errors. Um, kind of in relation, do you believe that ADHD is linked to vitamin and mineral deficiencies? I do. And MTHFR? I do. I'm probably the only one out there, but I see kids get a lot calmer when we tr deal with their methylation errors. I, I can't cure it. I can't fix it. I'm not claiming to. They just get a lot calmer. I can't really cure anything. I'm terrible at curing stuff. Yeah. I can't cure pancreatitis, but I bet I'm going to take a real hard look at it and see if I can't improve it. And then we'll have another new drug indication for another product. Yeah. Um, that, that's what's always so interesting to me is the cure really lies in if it were possible to completely edit your genome. Uh, for certain things to be able to process. That'd take all the fun out of it. We'd all be yeah. the same person. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so that's why the it's not a cure, but the way to manage it, the way to manage symptoms is by treating those They can edit key genomics, but we talked about that because to get one gene changed is 2 to $3 million hmm. using the CRISPR technology. They It does not come cheap. They, I think they've got three severe cancers and stuff they can genetic cancers they can edit well wow. now but you're going to pay a lot for it and insurance won't cover it hmm. so maybe it'll get cheaper as time goes by mm -hmm. by the time i'm by the time i get about 85 maybe they can make me 20 again <laughs> yeah now you're talking mm -hmm. okay is there any help or direction for tinnitus she said she's seen two ENTs, nothing shows up. Mm. Could it be nutritional? No. I've tried. My wife has it. Mm -hmm. Her mom has it. You know, she suffers yep. with it. My my attorney is a good friend, suffers from it. Just, I haven't figured that one out. It's some damage to that nerve. Yeah. And I can't get in there and fix it. Sometimes it's genetic too, right? Just no, in there? I don't think so. Oh. I think it's damage. I can't, sorry, I, I, it's horrible. You do get used to it after a while, but what comfort is that? Mm. It's still rotten to have it. Sorry, I'm reading through. What about POTS? Any recommendations for Yeah, kids? yeah, don't, I don't buy it. <laughs> That's not always the best answer when people have been diagnosed with that. I can see where some Postural orthostatic, um, is that like the salt where they need salt or something? No, they don't know why they get POTS and stuff. I'll tell you why. Um, all the POTS cases I've dealt with them last year, um, I've done CM the CMA, the vitamin panel on them. And they always have the same funky vitamin deficiencies. So, um, and they're usually bad. Iron being an intracellular deficiency does not show up in their serum. Um, if you have an iron intracellular iron deficiency, you're gonna be lightheaded, wobbly, vertigo, can't stand up, fall down, all that. Trust me, I've had it. I donated way too much blood. Um, so I'm going to say, you know, I'm not sure I buy it. I get that vitamin panel, correct those, and you can do it in young kids even. You just can't get the antioxidant portion when they're under 18, I think. Anyone above 18, you can get the whole panel on them. But it still gives you 48 really important vitamins, iron being one of them. So I will find it. It usually gets a lot better. I just haven't seen that not work yet. Yeah. So I don't know. It's just kind of a diagnosis that appeared a few years ago and postural or orthostatic hypertension or I don't I don't even know what it is. I'm not saying it right, but um but um it's supposed to be they don't know the cause. Yeah. They have a lot of made up funny things are caught that they have as the cause, but 
I'm not trying to disparage it, but I'm telling you. Could be something deeper. It's vitamin issues, and at least the ones I've dealt with. And maybe that's only like the seven or eight I've seen. But When you say vitamin issues, because I think this is something people get confused, you're talking about vitamins, minerals, antioxidants. Oh, yeah. You're talking about that whole, A whole plethora. nutritional deficiency. Yeah, and I'm going to find yeah. them. Because I think people, they just think, oh, vitamin like B12. But like you're talking about like random. Yeah, and you can take a multivitamin, take a B-complex, yeah. take all that. But you need to... Some of those deficiencies are really severe. You need a lot of some of those, yeah. like five a day. I don't care if they're 15 even, 15 years old. Yeah, you're going to take four of these, Bob, Bobby. In relation to that, is there a reason should you be spreading out taking your vitamins or should you just take them all at once in the morning? I tend to take them all at once in the morning, but I'm on so many right now after this last round. Good grief. Yeah, I take some in the morning, some at lunch, and some before bed. Someone was asking, like, does it affect your liver? Should you be spacing them out to no, help your liver? No, it your liver. Okay. You're gonna, no, I see more liver problems from deficiencies. No, take them. Just drink lots of water. I am drinking a lot of water. I, it's, I've glow in the dark urine going on. It's weird. TMI. Yeah, well, it's <laughs> getting Golly. old. But I've only, but now I've been three weeks at it. I feel really good. I feel normal. That's good. And you know I'm on a really strict diet right now. So I'm dropping weight, and I do get that afternoon fatigue. Fatigue-y kind of feeling, but it doesn't bother me. Yeah. Uh, that's one interesting thing, kind of what Brecken was pointing out, too. A lot, or the really the vast majority of what you do in your practice is dealing with the micronutrients. Exactly. That. It's weird. I, I'm not your typical. I'm more like a naturopath. Mm-hmm. I'm a glorified naturopath. I'm lucky to be one. I love those guys. Um and not the really weird ones, but like the vast majority, I've been to their national meetings, so like that. They're they're really cool. Yeah. So so I mean, one of the points I want to just make real quick is that it's crazy. It's its own like epidemic that we're seeing of so many people with so many intracellular deficiencies of vitamins. Happens all the time. Acids. It's yeah. not being properly addressed. The guy did research with the and California was wanted to be addressed. He was mad that doctors didn't do all this stuff. And gave band-aids for everything. Yeah. I would say 85, 90% of this FIC is just vitamin deficiencies. Yeah. It, it's crazy so to weird. me. The, the fatigue, anxiety, and depression, things that most everyone deals with at some time in their right. life, they come. But if you get an on. infection mm-hmm. of something that we all know about and scares us, um, it really chews through a lot of vitamins, especially zinc and glutathione and stuff like that. D3, it's crazy. I can have someone have a normal panel, you know, maybe a few borderline deficiencies the week before, then they get flu or something close to it. Uh, and a month later, they said, I'm so tired, I can't handle it, Dr. Purser. And so we repeat the CNA and they've got 14 major deficiencies. That's just what it takes to beat back some of these illnesses. Or they've had surgery or had stem cells. So, and that's why I think suddenly I had 14 bad deficiencies that affected a lot of other things in my life. Hmm. So, I'm taking my vitamins. Three weeks, I'm feeling really good. By five or six weeks, I'll feel really good. By 10 weeks, I'll feel really nice. In 100 days, we'll see where I'm at. <laughs> so, yeah, three weeks, I'm feeling good. I'm here tonight doing this. Give me another question. <laughs> yeah, I think this is a good one because it's about copper balance. If copper, too low copper can cause dementia, do we need to stay on copper balance for fibro or how does it absorb so it doesn't lower your copper too much? I think people get confused on the copper balance. Copper will not get rid of your copper. It moves it. So so copper balance is a copper zinc methylthionine supplement. And we proved it to the U.S. Patent Office that it worked, what it did. We had intercellular data. We have a patent on that product. That's how good that is. And and there's some things we think we'll do to even improve it a little notch better. Um, it is a really cool product for people with fibro, probably Wilson's disease. They should take it too, maybe. Um, but it, what it does is allows your copper zinc methylthionine, which is dysfunctional, to work more correctly and move copper out of your serum where it should not be in big amounts into your cells appropriately where you need it. You don't need a lot of copper. The major 
problem with fibromyalgia is the American diet has a way too much copper in them, huge amounts. Green smoothies, avocados, shrimp, lobster, nuts, peanut butter. Our ancestors did not cross the fruit to plains, picking avocados off trees and munching on them while they ate peanuts and walnuts and almonds they found along the way. That just did not happen. So um, if you think you have fibro and you want to know if it's a copper problem, go to that Facebook page in Fibromyalgia with Natural Options. I've said this dozens of times. I started that page. Um, and it, I, it's my page now. Well, the community of 5,000 plus people with fibro run it now. But um, it... And download the low copper diet there. I put originally eight things on there. There's now four or 500 things they found. And they kind of have to decide as a group what goes on there or not. Yeah. So I created that community so people could get help with their fibromyalgia at no cost. And eating a low copper diet is cheaper than eating a high copper diet. It's true. Because you're only allowed to eat like three things. <laughs> it's a lot. Well, one of the cool things that I'll mention about fibro, just because I've gone through that whole process myself, is that once once you go essentially through a detox of all of the the free or the high levels of copper that are in your blood serum built up around, you go through that for a while. And so that doing the low copper diet is first step for that. Yeah. And then going through a, a detox. And it proves the concept. It proves the concept. Yeah, you're definitely. like, oh, wow, I feel 90% better on the stupid exactly. diet with that. And then you use yeah. copper balance and VARS glutathione to both help start And you deal with your methylationers, the big three, course, the yeah. trombiroid, the fibromyalgia. Exactly. And so once you have all that in place, and once your body's actually processing copper normally or in a much no. better way than it has ever before, then you can start incorporating yeah. a lot start of those adding things the back. things back in. Yeah, it's not permanent. Exactly. Yeah. I yeah. mean, fibromyalgia is permanent. Yeah, I can't cure it. Don't claim to. But yeah. we can get you from a, like I asked Denise, your mom, my wife, the other day, how far, how bad was she when she had really bad days? When she was right in the middle of fiber, she said, a 12. She said, I hurt so bad. Yeah. I couldn't hardly move. And. It was terrible. She said, now I'm zero, maybe one occasionally if I do something bad, stupid, eat the wrong food. Yeah. She said, if I really mess up, I'll, I can jump to the four or five, and I correct it really quickly. Yeah, and definitely that's exactly my experience as well. If I know I've, I'm have i starting to push towards a, a, some kind of fibro flare or something, again, I just I take a bunch of copper balance, and I'm good to go. Yeah, because it allows your, your copper zygmatalithine. It won't cure fibro, but it allows it to... Um, to, to be managing methylthionine to manage it yeah, correctly. You yeah. actually are managing everything, which is just, it's amazing to me. I'm living It's like in, diabetes without the shot. Yeah, exactly. Oh. I'm living a normal life, and it's actually been very fun watching my mom lately. She's really been honing in on a lot of these things, and she's doing great. I don't know. She's getting back into doing workouts and everything daily. It's, it's funny, been, we'd been married yeah. about six months when she told me, she's like, you know, I have fibromyalgia. I'm like, what? <laughs> Wait, what? I, no, I didn't know that. So, um, because I was at the old doctor bend of it was, it wasn't made up. I didn't know. It was a drug addiction. But we I said, I don't take pain meds. I don't do anything for it. It's just nothing I can do. I just suffer with it. I'm like, holy cow. Yeah, and there a lot of fibro people are like that. Yeah. Go to that Facebook page, In Fibro Mountains with Natural Options. If you have fibro, you have friends that do, save their life. Make them make them happy. Give them comfort because they'll get all the help they need there. Yeah. So, again, one, one just like overall point I want to make with all that. There was, there's one very specific disease that had no cure uh, forever, and so and there still isn't a cure necessarily, but by just diving a little bit deeper, peeling back the layers a little bit more, looking at the true cause of what's happening, yeah. looking at the intracellular deficiencies of these micronutrients, and then treating them appropriately with the versions that that person can actually genetically handle, it changes everything. It does. It absolutely yeah. changes it. So, and I didn't come up with that concept. Let me let me make it really clear. Nature Pass, Nature Pass figured it out first that it was a copper issue and that molybdenum would help it. Well, molybdenum does help it. I, but in the book I'm writing about this, there's a ton of articles on molybdenum worsening fibromyalgia. And what hmm. planet is that? Uh, just no, it won't do that. Um, it's like they don't need to take molybdenum, but... Because you get molybdenum toxic or something like that. Uh, no. No. Not when you need it severely. Not when you're suffering. Not when your copper zinc metallothionine is not functioning correctly. It needs molybdenum to form molybdopterin. 
go look it up, molybdopterin. Uh, I'm pumping that in uh, in copper zinc and metallothionine. That's how it moves copper around. Yeah, yeah, it forms this substance called molybdopterin and uses the the molybdenum it has yeah. and uses it up and throws that copper either out or into the cell or out of the body. Okay, next next. Eight p.m. Oh, really? No, we got like twelve questions. We did. <laughs> <laughs> we can always do part two if you really. Okay, want. let's do yeah. part two next week. Yeah. Okay. So has to be next week. Yeah. Keep let's bringing do it. in your questions. We'll see if we can keep getting through them next week. But what do we do this? And then I've got to go to Seattle. Mm-hmm. That speaking weeks. thing, and then I got to go to Orlando for another big speaking thing, and then after that we can do a third one. If we yeah. Have to. Yeah. So let's do next week, and then when we come back in a couple weeks. After. Yeah, you guys aren't allowed to talk to him the next one. <laughs> Sorry, I I did distract a lot from mm-hmm. it, but I love getting into these conversations. I I just do they like it. Can you tell? Yeah, Gail yeah. says keep going. Oh, keep going now. And we just can we can do a couple more if you going. want to right now. <laughs> no, let's end it because I'll stay here all night. I can answer the. I can literally answer these for the next two hours. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Oh. Now let's let's just keep the keep the hype going this week, yeah. and we'll get back next next Sunday night, and keep on discussing these yeah. great. I've really enjoyed this conversation. It's I think it's been fun. fun yeah. yeah. <laughs> Always good. Mm-hmm. Any last things to everyone, Dr. Purser? No, thank you. And I love you all. Hope these have answered some of your questions. Um, God bless and go in good health. Thanks. Bye.